You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Also, for the podcast, a new sponsor this year that's just come on board and super excited to announce RCB Bank. Since 1936, RCB Bank has offered progressive products and a friendly service. Come in today to find out more about their loan promotion on new used refinance cars, boats, campers, and ATVs. Visit RCB Bank to learn more. RCB Bank, that's my bank. With approved credit, restrictions apply. Now, let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This Is Oklahoma. Mike and here, your host, back with another episode down at the Bedford Studio with... I have two people with me today. It doesn't happen very often. Uh, Colton Craig is our guest. He is a golf course architect, graduate of OSU. Go Pokes. We're going to talk about some cool golf stuff. If you're not a golfer, you probably don't really want to listen to this one, but... but I am a golfer and I love golf, so we're going to talk about it. And then my co-host and slash guest is Tyler Davis, who I've forgotten your title and you just told me five seconds ago. I'm Director of Stewardship and Development for the Episcopal Diocese of Oklahoma. So Fundraising. Fundraising. I cover the entire yeah. state. It's been a tough year for you then, isn't it? It, it definitely hasn't been uh, enjoyable like it has been in the past, but, yeah. you know, it happens. Yeah. But, I mean, the main, main reason we're getting together today, obviously, the golf tournament that we're all playing in that you've put on and, and the, where the golf tournament is at, Colton helped do some work out there, so we're going to dive into that. But, Colton, thanks for coming down. Uh, excited to obviously you know, learn more about you and your love for architectural golf and stuff like that. Uh, I guess, where does your golf journey start? Well, yeah, first I'll start with just uh, thanking you guys for inviting me on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to make this interesting. Uh, <laughs> I'll, we'll see. But, um, you know, I will it, tell it helps. You. The accent helps. Our golf episodes have been some of our most downloaded episodes. Okay. So well, I have um, pressure's on then. Pressure's but, um, on. But, yeah, and, uh, you know, thank you, Tyler. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, you you obviously, uh, your job is, is uh, much more... Uh, I guess uh, important <laughs> to the world uh, has much more purpose. Uh, so, um, so it's great to be here. And uh, yeah, that how my kind of journey began. I, uh, if you want to call it that, I, I grew up in in Tulsa and had had a normal normal upbringing and um, played sports and and golf. Golf was the one sport that I that I had to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, fr- uh, according to my dad, because he had an, uh, an embarrassing experience um, <laughs> at a corporate event, you know, when in his mid-20s. And so he kind of wanted me to know the game just for, for, for business, business reasons. Yeah. So sure. yeah. For the yeah. same reason you picked up the game. Sure. And, um, but I never, I never really got into it competitively uh-huh. it, it wasn't and still to this day isn't something i view as a as hardcore competition sure you know i, I very much view it as a as a recreation and 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 a pl- and a way to to find a way through a landscape and they um with, with a game involved you know it's i i almost view it as a um almost almost like hiking you just happen to have uh, some clubs and a ball and, and yeah. you know and so 
instead of following trees throughout the woods that are flagged, you know, certain colors, you know, you're basically following pin flags out in the landscape. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so I, I grew up in Tulsa, um, work, started working in the golf industry in 2012, I believe it was. And I, I worked maintenance out at Southern Hills. And, um, so yeah, that was a fun time and, um, really kind of learned what was going on. And I, I always wanted to be a golf course architect, but I never really knew how to go about it. Sure. Um, you know, it's one of those professions that is, uh, there's very few of them for a reason, Yeah. you know, because, uh, there's a lot of, there's, there are, there's a lot of interest in golf architecture though. Um, you know, it's, it's. You know, it's you see on you know major media websites. Right. You know, you see you know tour tour pro. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. PJ Tour, European Tour, and then like one of the one of like the six side sidebars yeah. is architecture. So I mean, it's not like there's a lack of interest. Um, but so kind of working there, and then and then went to Oklahoma State, got a degree in landscape architecture. Uh, worked for various um, construction crews throughout the summers and then did some internships that were helpful uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, was employed by a golf course architect, worked there for three years, and then started my business in February of 19. Yeah. And now here we are a couple of years later and, sure. and uh, the ball's rolling and just... Uh, I always say it's a, it's a square ball though. Um, it's not like you don't get any momentum. You, the yeah. second you finish one project, it's time to start lifting for the next. You know, it's which uh, is good though, right? Yeah. You need that you yeah. know, as a job, right? And as you know, as having a family and, and, and providing, you need to know that the next project is lined up or multiple projects are lined up. I'll never be able to build my business to the point where I'm like, oh, it just works for itself, right? You know, yeah. I, I will constantly. I am very much self-employed. You know, I am not yeah. a business owner. <laughs> but, you know, we you kind of found, like, a niche market there with, like, the Perry Maxwell stuff and kind of getting into it a little bit more, um, and which is, like, how I got connected with you at Buffalo sure. Rock. And so I think that's really interesting. You know, we have we don't have a ton of famous golf architects. I'm sure we have some, but Perry Maxwell is definitely at the top yeah. of the list. And so the fact you're kind of going in his footsteps, if you will, is kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I cringe a little bit when I hear hear like, you know, because uh, he he basically was like the uh, a trailblazer largely in, in making golf design a a employable profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to him, it was certainly he was an early contemporary to the golden age and, and of golf architects, and so. He wasn't like he didn't invent golf architecture, right? You know, he, mm-hmm. C. B. McDonald did that, but he um, he basically made it a way to where it's it's truly a like a craft that's like employable. The, the guys prior to him were were largely it was almost, uh, and I think some of them monetized fine, but I think a lot of them were independently wealthy prior yeah. sure and Not it was almost just like a, a like a, a hobby yeah um for them to do mm-hmm. um and so um but yeah um perry maxwell obviously like he he went to the very peak of of the industry yeah and and he he was from kentucky originally moved to oklahoma and and basically considered ardmore and tulsa his homes mm-hmm. and and he went and basically 
he, he made it happen. Yeah. And, and he, and he kind of... His resume is pretty impressive. And he, he just, got it, right? He just, like, yeah, he yeah, just picked like it up. It. And the, the, the crazy thing is, like, um, as far as kind of what you said, sort of a, a, the niche market and, and trying to follow in his footsteps, like, uh, a lot of his um, top courses are already renovated. Right. And so a lot of the courses now are um are are don't have like the wealth that some right. of those big courses yeah. have. So like to bring in like a bigger name or something. Yeah. Sure. And so I love working for, for small town clubs. Um they tend to be really great clients. Um you know the budgets aren't always perfect. Sure. But you know it's it's a it's a fun space to work in and um, obviously, I've I have aspirations, and and I and I've completed you know large scale projects that are highly um, like h- high end, uh-huh. um, if you want to call them that. But um, there, there's something about just like small town charm that I just I really I well, really it's gravitate super gratifying too, right? Mm-hmm. Like in getting on just you know. Like you said, it's it's not a big budget, and I'm sure they appreciate you being there as well. Like they they want to make it happen. They do everything. They're probably raising money, however many ways they can, and big sales. Yeah, like <laughs> in lemonade stands or whatever it is. Like that's you know it, it's him. But obviously, Tyler mentioned Perry Maxwell. You founded the Perry Maxwell Society in 2018. Is that were you been nervous doing that? Like. I mean, I can't believe there wasn't one already. Yeah, that's why. Like, tell, tell me about that, right? Because, like, you know, you're obviously learning about this. You, you love doing it. You know, you're, you're diving into all the books and redoing all the research, and then you're like, "Hang on, why has this not been done yet?" Right. Yeah. There, there's. Uh, so I, I received a um, scholarship from the Walter Travis Society, who, who who was a golf architect in the Northeast, and and so I I always kind of I I knew, and there's like the Tillinghouse Association, there's the Alistair McKenzie Society, um, the Donald Ross Society, and you know these were all people who Maxwell was associated with. But so yeah, I I just felt like it was something that should exist. That's why I I basically um, created the website and and um, had some friends who who also wanted to to make it happen. And it's it's sort of this organic thing, and and I feel like we've kind of picked and choose different aspects of the different groups of the other architects that we like about, you know, design competition and other stuff like that and, and right. just, like, fun events. Um, and, yeah, I was I was shocked it, it didn't exist either, but um, it's also weirdly perfect, too, because half of his body of work is, like, in Oklahoma. Right. And then a decent amount. I think there's five or so courses in Kansas. Um, there's a couple in Arkansas and then, and then a couple in uh, mm-hmm. Texas. So, like... Really, I mean, it, it, it lends itself well for people not to have to, like, fly all across the country yeah. to come together um, that are members at these clubs or, or enjoy playing these clubs. Mm-hmm. And so um, it just it, it's a nice fit, and it's fun. And, um, you know, uh, other people are kind of running it now. I've sort of kind of stepped mm-hmm. away from, from, from working the day-to-day, day-to-day right. on yeah. that stuff. But... Um, it's it's healthy and and it's fun and that's the main thing. That's all we want to do is just have fun with it. You know, the second we start taking it too seriously and like start having bylaws and boards and all that stuff, like I, I just I'm I'm out. Do you have a club tie or association tie yet? A what? A tie? Do you no. have a necktie yet? A little lapel no. pin or something. That's, that, I was gonna say that that's the identify. next thing. That's, no. that's that's a very UK thing. Is you have a jacket and a tie for it. Oh when really? You get together, you all wear the same jacket and tie. Yeah, I, I, I am a member of the society, so I haven't gotten any of those perks. So I just don't know if I just haven't been paid something or you know, but yeah. 
Yeah, I'm happy to help out. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, so, so you go, you know, you you working out at at Southern Hills as a kid, right, or mm-hmm. in high school, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, probably one of the best places to work on, right? Mm-hmm. One of the best places. And you in the got area. the the buffet from exactly. the day before for yeah, lunch. Like, it was great. Just the best thing ever. And then obviously you go to OSU, which you know people listening will know that ag at OSU is is top of the line. Right. Uh, it also happens to be like the best golf school exa- that uh, too. Yeah. in America. Yeah. I mean. Which I hope we win nationals this year. It'd be really, really good. Yeah. Regionals is at Carson this year. Yeah. Seven, May 17th through the 19th. Yeah. Open yeah. to the public. Everyone should go out. Are they re- is it really? Uh, yeah. That's what oh, I saw this morning. Going. Okay. And I mean, we have two, o- two Oklahoma golfers playing the Walker Cup this week. Or when you're listening to this, it'll be last weekend. Um the UK is going to get destroyed this week. <laughs> like, and not because they're not good at golf, it's because they haven't played golf all summer because they've been in lockdown and the sure. golf courses mm. have been closed. So they've been hitting into a back a net in their backyard. Yeah, it's not the same. They're going to get obliterated. Um, that's seminal. That's seminal. Yeah, one of the hardest golf courses in the world. Um, so, so you go to OSU, and obviously, you know, the dream is to to be a golf course architect. Mm-hmm. Tell me about like who are you reaching out to at that point? Obviously, trying to get you know a foot in the door, like. How is that process for you know for somebody listening now that can do the same thing or not do the same thing? I mean, what lessons did you learn and how did you reach out to get your internships, stuff like that? Yeah, um, and like you touched on, Oklahoma State probably couldn't have been a better school to go to, and um, uh, for for those reasons that the turf program they developed mm-hmm. the best Bermuda grasses in the world, and then and then they have you know it's basically the Alabama of of college golf, yeah, and so they're dominant and and. Um, and Austin Eckro, like you said, is in the Walker Cup this week, and and me and him actually interviewed on a job together where he was going to come in as a as a player consultant at a course yeah. he grew up on. Um, unfortunately, didn't get the job, but um, like those connections have been, right. you know, it's just it's just been a great um, group, and and we're actually doing a, a drainage project currently at the uh, Turf Research Center. Okay. For Oklahoma State, so yeah. definitely, and I'm actually going out there tomorrow. Um, but as far as Anyone who's younger, uh, and, and I've had you know plenty of people reach out to me, and my I don't know um, I don't know how how to um, become a golf course architect. My only advice to you is to just do it. Yeah. And and we live in a world now with social media where like the barrier to entry to most things are pretty small. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, send a DM. Uh, I was gonna yeah. say all it takes is really courage these days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I would also encourage um, encourage people, and, and this may be uh, poor advice, but I encourage people to, to to go out on their own as soon as possible, um, and and because you're, it's just you're, you're going to be able to uh, achieve more that way, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to have more freedom that way, um, and you know the. It costs like zero dollars to start a website. Right. Yeah. I mean, it costs zero dollars to start a podcast. Right. Zero. I mean, much, and we, yeah. we have the broadcast power here, probably that you yeah. know, uh, high-end radio stations used to have here locally, and mm-hmm. so you know, it's just straight it, from your iPhone. So yeah, so it's uh, everything's direct to consumer now, and and so that's that's my advice is is go travel, um, visit as many golf courses as you can, meet as many people as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, join the proper uh, associations, professional associations. Um, work construction is a good piece of advice. Um, work golf course construction. Um, and, and work golf course maintenance is probably good advice too. Um, 
but more importantly, just just um, get out and do ju- it. Just get out and do it, and that, that's that's really my only advice I have. Yeah, and and that's I know that's going to sound and and there's a lot of people who kind of say you know if anyone that's interested in getting into golf architecture you know it's you, if if you really want it like it's it's pretty obtainable you know it's it's there's not there's plenty there's, of there's, golf courses out there there's right? plenty yeah there's like yeah. seventeen thousand United States like. And, and there's more and more development, and, and stuff is getting smaller and smaller, mm. which lends itself well to more boutique. Um, right. Boutique. Architecture firms and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, Three-hole practice facilities in exactly. people's backyards. Short courses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short courses, putting courses. I love the short courses and the putting courses because yeah. it gets the kids out, right? And you're like, I don't want to go walk or a six-hole golf course or whatever it is. Like, it's anything that takes people away from – you know, golf is a. It takes a long time to play a golf round of golf, right? Yeah, Especially at like a public golf course, you could be out there five hours and it's a pain in the ass. Right. But you know, when you're if you got somewhere like the Park Three course at Hefner, right? Or yeah. Just little, you know, right. what's the what's the one at um, the first tee that they have, right? The little course they have down there, just something that gets you out of the house. That's, mm-hmm. And a kid doesn't need a doesn't need a lot of land. Yeah. You know. Well, there's a there's that Mustang course. There's Pebble Creek and Mustang. Uh-huh. It's like a little par three course. Um, you know, we talked about that. You know, I think that's a cool thing for architects. You got to get a lot more creative with a smaller space. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a saying, right? It's uh, every constraint is a creative opportunity. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. No, I totally agree. And and like you said, the the bringing the kids in mm-hmm. and uh, they're universal though, like. Because they apply to the eighty-year-old, yeah, who who mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily want to, um, who hates uh, it when there's a bunker in the front of the green because they can't or, fly it, or or <laughs> like eighteen holes will wipe a guy out like that, yeah. Um, and then and then they're also great for children, like we said, they're great for beginners, and then they're also great for the the mid twenty guys who want to go out and have a couple cocktails mm-hmm. and have a good time and settle some bets, yeah. Um, so I, you know, they make a lot of sense. There's a reason why they're getting built. And at the rate they're being built, and there's also um, you know smaller footprint. It's just yeah. ma- it makes a lot makes a lot of sense. And I don't view it as a as trendy, like something that's gonna mm-hmm. wither away. Um, you know, it's gonna stay. I, it's it's here to stay. And uh, McKinsey in his in his book wrote something about like uh, I forgot what he called him, uh, but it was a, he was taught he had a term for it, but it's essentially a short course. Mm-hmm. And he said they were too they were too freakish. And so the trend faded, yeah. but uh, you know I, I have to say I think he's wrong. Was it the putting one. course? Or is it the cradle? Mm-hmm. Right, that's a, yeah. The, this will do. Yeah, the, and then the, the cradle's the, the short. The cradle's the short course, right? And then the putting course that's out at where is that? Pinehurst. Pinehurst, yeah, which is like a good guys' golf trip dream, and it was many play golf course they have out there. Just you're right, creative ways. I mean, you know, you go back to St Andrews and they have the Himalayas with the ladies putting club that goes out there. Like it's, it doesn't matter what it is. It's not a new idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it's very, very primal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so, so tell me about your your like your internships and stuff. Like, got any stories from that? Like, where were you going? What was it like? Any like, oh wow moments or kind of stuff that you're like, wow, I'm actually like. I'm doing this now after going to school and everything else and putting in your time and you're like oh like I'm you know like I'm on a golf course I'm seeing an impact and hearing what people think of it when you go back yeah my most memorable internship was um was was rebuilding um the Oaks in in Tulsa Mm -hmm. and I basically worked two days a week for the maintenance crew, two weeks at, uh, two days a week for the for the builder, 
and then two days a week for the architect. Yeah. And to me, that was where I felt like I grew the most because I was so I went into it so green. Yeah. Um, and so that that one was, that's really cool. Well, it's a holistic experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, being able to work with all all those different groups and stuff. That course is awesome, by the way. I love it. I haven't played it yet. I have friends who are members, and they're like, when you come out, we've just punched the green, so we have to wait a few weeks, and then yeah. we'll play. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's so cool, right? Because, you, you know, you you get to see everything, right? You get to, like, you got the drawings, and this is what we're going to do, and then you're legit there building it and digging holes and doing it all. You know, it's that's that's the whole that's the whole thing, isn't it? And when you go build, you have that experience, and people appreciate the, you know the the people who are building it for you then and the ground screw appreciate because you know you can talk like you've done it because you have done it it's not right. like you're coming in and saying here's the drawing do this sure right? whereas you're getting in there and doing it with them yeah and I still still to this day love to get involved in the construction process um, although I, I like um, more now than ever to, to, to put um, as much out to bid as possible mm-hmm. um, it just makes everyone's life easier that way um, but you know, I I'm never gonna just mail in a set of plans, right? Sure. And then and then show up a month later and be like, well, well, this doesn't look right. You know, <laughs> I I I like to be this deeply involved in the construction process still to this day. Even though I I do I do drawings that are that are relatively detailed, mm-hmm. um, I still I still like to be out there with it with with the shuffle. Was that something that you had to like really learn and develop? Was the drawing, or was that something that came naturally to you as a kid? You were just used to drawing and kind of artistic and creative in that way yeah i was always obsessed with like building things mm-hmm. and um and drawing and then um you know i was always obsessed with entertaining people um you know like i, I would turn my bedroom into a movie theater yeah and i would have a poster board up with like what movie showing at what time and um you know and so and still to this day i like i love having people over to my home mm-hmm. you know i i i like to think so i I've I've always been, you know, an entertainer, and I I, I don't know I I just if if I could describe myself with one word, which is kind of a weird question, but I got it once, and the the only word I could come up with was I, I'm an entertainer. Yeah. Um, and um, although I, it's kind of strange. Like I like to entertain from afar. Yeah. So like like I don't. Well, that, that's, that's where the building comes in, right? You go build something and you step back and you see people enjoying it, enjoying it, walking off eighteen, laughing, yeah. having a great time, or you know, screaming because you put a tree in the middle of the fairway, <laughs> right. like Rose Creek, which has to be cut down. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, like I would never, I would never want to be like on stage, and, and, and in fact, like these podcasts make me slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, and but like I love like creating spaces that people find entertaining. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Chicken and Pickle last yeah. weekend. Uh huh. And I was like, man, like, this needs to be a central hub for a golf property. Mm-hmm. And this needs to be almost the clubhouse yeah. Yeah, for yeah. a public golf property. Like, man, I, I just feel like um, the it, concept. Would do, it would do really well. The yeah. courtyard-like so, concept, yeah. So if Mayor Holt's listening, we should say 100%. whatever you do at James Stewart, we should maybe put a chicken pickle out there. There's plenty of land plenty of land out there right I mean a little nine hole short course like that'd be awesome and yeah. it has great views of the skyline exactly yeah. I mean I'm sure uh, DM the, the chicken people yeah. uh, president and um, we, make we it happen figure that out he's probably a golfer we can figure that out yeah um, what was like your first like big project that you got out on your own um, 
you know yeah i know you did the bunker renovation at buffalo rock and some other projects across the state but what was the first one that someone was like we're gonna do it we're gonna take a shot on it yeah if you will yeah um so i um like i said i started the business february of 19 um pretty much the day after i found out my wife was pregnant <laughs> um but um leap of faith yes um or more like shoved off the cliff (laughs) (laughs) um but i i didn't have any work there for the first couple months and the women's uh the first women's um amateur tournament at augusta national was happening in april Mm -hmm. okay so so um so you can do the math. Only a couple of months from February. And um, I was fortunate to have, through my travels, because I traveled a lot during that time period, during that early time period of starting my business, I went and visited every single Perry Maxwell golf course because largely I didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, and it was a way to, and, and through all the people I met, and uh, some people were just really interesting people who had no connections to the golf business that were, you know, a blast just to get to meet and then others were very well connected one of those that i met was very well connected and he and he sent me a ticket um to to the women's amateur which i was excited and i still have the brochure for him and you know it's yeah. i feel like pretty iconic event oh yeah um, especially the first one the yeah. first one yeah. yeah yeah and and you know what that meant for 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 the game and, and where it's headed i think is a, a good message and, and so when i when i was at that tournament I was just walking around by myself, and I, I was having a fine time. But I, I always like to have conversations, you know. I'm I'm not the one to just sit alone. Um, so I, I I engaged a, a volunteer who was on the the eleventh uh, volunteering on the eleventh green, and we just kind of just cut it up for probably fifteen minutes, and uh, I exchanged business cards, and f- a couple months later we were building a. Uh, par three course for him in his own backyard you know and so so good and so that's that's kind of you know that was and i was i was at one point considered quitting and getting a getting a real job you know and stop stop yeah stop trying to you know scratching the edge play in fantasy land yeah and so that that really and and, uh that kind of got the ball started it's yeah it's so so awesome and and that guy's still a, a close friend yeah um and you know we talked to him uh, a decent amount, and so, but that that's that's how it started. Where, where was that? Where was the house? In Bernie, Texas, about forty-five minutes outside of San Antonio. Okay. Um, yeah. So driving distance, relatively. So close. was it yeah. completely your own original design? That was your first. Um, it was. It was. Um, it was a new build, right? Yeah. And um, it it um, you know, whenever you have he he was he's a very um, engaged in architecture, so he has he had a lot of his own ideas. Sure, um, and I kind of I helped execute um, sort of his vision. Um, so it, I would just call it a collaboration. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think my name's on it, but it is a collab. You know, it's like hey, this is kind of what my idea is. This is kind of what I've been thinking of. This is how land looks. What do you think? And then be, like, do you prefer it when someone comes to you that way, or do you no. like it when people come to you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, no, I love that because no. it's the same way that I, w- I would be the same way. Because you can, you know, when people are paying you to do a job, they're paying you to do a job, right? right. It's not like, hey, we're bringing you in, but this is what we, we want you to do. Right. And you're just like, well, yeah. I'm just a builder at this point. My creativity and what you're paying me for, yeah, 
all the work I've been doing, all the lessons I've been learning, and my like style is not this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I would never build anything that I didn't feel like represented. Uh, uh, something I believed in as well, but uh, no, yeah, I sorry, Philip. Um, <laughs> but um, and but I also I, I'm empathetic toward it because yeah, I mean, I get it. Like it's uh, to me, it's like the most fun thing you can do professionally is 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 design golf, right? And so like whenever I have a client who wants to be really involved in design, um, you know, I, it's I, I understand where they're coming from. I understand why they have that passion, and so. Um, and and if and if our kind of visions align, well then it's going to be a great, great working relationship. Yeah. But no, I mean to be honest, having a client who's who is the best clients are, are, are well funded and and kind of lets you lets you kind of uh, go do your thing. Go do your thing. Yeah. But I also understand that you, you got to communicate and uh, you got you got to have you yeah. know. And, and I'm a believer in customer service and and really the only form of customer service. In my business is uh, communication, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. And so, so I, I, I still engage high, high communication with my clients, yeah. but I don't, I don't ever say, you know, I'm just going to go disappear for a while. And see and you, see you in six months. When yeah, you I'll come back. Done. Yeah, yeah, constant back and forth. Yeah. Um, um, another huge moment that's happened recently is Pine Valley has just announced they're going to have women members. Yeah, that shock you a little bit? Um, you know, I don't. I was I, a little shocked. Yeah. I, I don't really have an opinion on no. it, to be honest. I, w- I went out there for the Crump Cup, and um, and and walked around, and and uh, you know, it's, it's a great golf course, maybe the best, probably from, from probably an the architectural best. perspective. What like? Because I go there and I'm like I'm a golfer, right? I don't see what you see, right? But you think you see the ratings, mm-hmm. just number one or number two constantly in the U.S. And what was it like going there with your eyes? Like, what are you seeing differently? Than, than just standard someone who stands on the first tee yeah. and like oh there's no rakes out here great well, f- well first it's it's like it's great land yeah um, which uh, is your your canvas is important mm-hmm. but the routing is 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 great it travels through the property in a in a really interesting way and then also like the part the the par threes are are super solid mm-hmm. and have each have you know, extremely unique characteristics, and then it has uh, the history. You know, I'm um, I'm a big believer in um, being true to the place, mm-hmm. and you know, Crump was um, the guy who built it. You know, I think largely um, was kind of like a manic, depressant yeah. individual, and had had this. Uh, I think he had a. Um, a fortune in hotel. His family's fortune was in hotels, and mm-hmm. and I think he drained a lot of that building, Pine Valley. I don't even think he finished. He didn't finish. Seeing, he died right before he finished. It was finished. Yeah. yeah, and I may be I may be um, incorrect in this statement, but I believe he took his own life. Really, like, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. yeah, like on the fifteenth tee, I believe. Jeez. And so, you know, that's a story. Yeah. And storytelling and and you know, being true to the place. And so it's, it's just, uh, it almost has this like, um, uh, like mysterious, Uh um, you know, almost like non, you you almost feel like you're not in the real world. Right. You know, it's like an escape and and it's like, well, when you drive in and you come through those gates and you go through the town that you've driven in, it doesn't feel like you're in the same place, does it? Right. Right. And, um, 
and also like it's not like the gates are like these big water this mm-hmm. big this big fountain with with flower beds and this you know big you know yeah. over the top gate it's like you get there by going behind this like uh mm-hmm. like middle middle yeah. of the road like amusement park down and the you, like, street and you go middle. down like yeah. the alleyway of yeah. it to get there and so it almost has like a speakeasy like vibe where yeah. you know pull in you just as a guard shack you can't see anything else right yeah. right so um but yeah it's, I, I i think um I think it's uh, I think it's a good thing that they're yeah. allowing women now. You mentioned going there for the Crump Cup. That's one thing that probably a lot of people don't realize is that's the only one of the, it's like the only few times they let people in, right? Yes. To go see. So if someone's listening, you know, wants to go see the golf course and walk around the golf course, you pay in and get. Is it free or do you did you pay? It, it was free. The it was day free. I went. You go and see, and there's an amateur tournament. Yeah, they don't call the Crump Cup, and that, anyone can go to it. Yeah, and, and, and I would yeah. definitely tell people to go because it's. Why not? Yeah, have you have you been there? I played there. Luckily, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm fortunate enough to know a member through a friend. Um, we've played. We've been out there twice. That's awesome. And it was like, I mean, it is, it is the holy grail of golf. So it? I need like, to start hanging out with you more. Yes. yes okay. Yes, we can go. No, nope. I mean, go for the crump. Like, go walk yeah. around. I mean, I'd yeah. love to one day play in the crump, but it's not easy to get into. But just going up there. Sure. I mean, it's in Philly, right? So you can go to Philly for the weekend or go up mm-hmm. for a few days, go watch sports or whatever, and then, you know, they were great. Philly's a good town, good hangout. You'll play multiple golf courses up there and then spend a day walking the golf course. And one of the best things I did when I was there the first time, I got up at like 5 a.m. and just walked. We, we stayed on, you know, at one of the little houses there and I walked down to the golf course, like through the golf course. As oh, the cool. sun came up, I FaceTimed my parents. I was like, my dad, <laughs> you know, my dad plays golf, but he's like, doesn't realize how cool this is. And yeah. Walking down nine, and I'll show you the video when we stop recording, but walking down nine, the only footsteps out there, and I get to like nine, and you know, obviously you've got two greens, and it was mm-hmm. the left green that, that they were using at the time. And like this deer just pops up, and I'm just like, this is not right. And the sun's like rising in the distance. <laughs> I'm like, this is just like, this is not real. Like, so, so to tie it back to Oklahoma, um, Perry Maxwell renovated the ninth green yeah. out there. Was part of his took the trees s- down behind scope of work, I believe so. Yeah, um, you know, it gets fuzzy exactly what he did, but yeah. but um, he was involved out there in 20, 1929. What What do you think about the? Did you get a chance to go over and see the the par three course? I didn't. No, no. Mm-mm. It's it's pretty special. They like replicated it's like fourteen holes. They replicated like the second shots of the actual golf sure. course, which is really cool because you like when you drive up to it what would be a tee box unless it's the par three it's like driving into the middle of the fairway right. and playing that shot it's fantastic golf uh, golf a golfers digest did a great video to drone footage of it and that's one i always kind of send people to if they've never seen it um outside of i guess pine valley is there any other golf courses that you've been to that that are just the bucket list i've got to go see this as an architect and just kind of see what they did yeah there's a lot yeah um there's also a lot i haven't seen that i need to go see you know i really want to go over um to Europe yeah. and see and, and see all, all those good things. Um, Does it, do you think? What about the style? Talking about Europe, then what about like because golf architecture back home? I didn't really care about golf architecture growing up. It's not something that mm-hmm. people talk about in the UK. Whereas out here, you go to a golf course and they're talking about Fazio and Perry. And like all they all you know, who's who's designing golf course, right? Right. Back home, it's just like well, this is just the land. They just kind of dug up some holes that became pot bunkers and put the ground, put the tee there, and the and they just played. Right. It's that. Is there a different style then in like UK? Americans are more egotistical. Well, right. Like there's, you know, typical American <laughs> sure. golf course is yeah. water and sand and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. But when you see the golf courses back home, you know, for me, like are they, oh, when you look at them or watch stuff, is it more 
the style back home of people who do that do they do it more naturally through the topography of the ground rather than manicuring something like link stuff or, or is it I mean I, that's one thing yeah. that I was like I mean they're totally different for me when I look at it but I don't know oh, anything about no doubt. fashion I mean it's uh, it seems easier to be an architect in the UK than just to be one in the States well they're more minimalistic right, right. it should be yeah yeah I mean that's um a lot of people, when they came to America, you know, they, they wanted to um, show off their, their mm-hmm. wealth. And the way they did that through their courses was they constructed these um, artificial places. Extravagant and, places, yeah. And um, the U.K., a lot of those, a lot of the uh, the land that was used for golf was, was unusable yeah. land. So it, it was just kind of out of, okay, that's land we can't really use. And, mm-hmm. you know, let's make that basically our park. Yeah. And we happened to to hit play golf on it um so i I think it's just uh it's pretty clear to say that you know there's just more money involved here and then but i don't mean that in like a in a positive way like i i I do believe like less is more when it comes Mm -hmm. to design and um and really everything to be frank but um so you know the land matters so if you have a very boring piece of land you may need to do some things that make it yeah. better but but you know if, if you have the land you know just disturb as little as possible and mm-hmm. and and make it make it feel natural and yeah. and to me that's how you get the best best golf i'm, I'm not a big fan of these big mounds um mm-hmm. that are basically um just spoils of the construction of, of yeah. the ponds and you know i would prefer to 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 have it be more more uh, natural to the landscape, and so, you know that's, you know everyone always says you know a lot of people will travel to Europe and say oh man these courses are so great yeah. and then come back to the United States and then you know build a pond, you know and it's like it's uh, you get this perfect piece of land piece of land with rolling hills and beautiful you know potential fairways yeah. and we'll stick a giant. 150 yard long bunker in it and water on the other side. But you know, golf yeah. cart or golf architecture has definitely taken a turn over yeah. the last you know decade or so. If you yeah. look at like Core Crenshaw and what they did mm-hmm. at Stream Song, um, and they're they're starting to find those more. I mean, abandoned dunes. Yeah. They're they're starting to find the the land that fits better that they sure. can put a good golf course on, and yeah. so you're seeing them pop up in these rural areas um, in Wisconsin and Nebraska um, because the land's perfect right. for it. Well, it's like that one in New Zealand that Kidnappers, Cape Kidnappers, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. just looks like it was, they literally just built a fairway on the coast. Like, they were just like, right. this is the land, we're just going to mow it in a little bit and it's used a fairway. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's it's a it's, it's a thing that's coming back, which is great. Um, it's it's good for design and, um, you know, and if anyone who's listening is, is interested in or if pays attention to golf architecture knows what we're what we're talking about right now is mm-hmm. really uh, elementary to, to like kind of where where we are because the design business is moving that way and there are you know building a pond and, and having a big fountain in it isn't yeah. the most desired thing anymore and and um, uh, it, you know it's just I'm, I like to see movement mm-hmm. and water sits on a single plane. And so I like to see movement in the topography. I like to see movement in the grass heights. So I like native grasses. Mm-hmm. I like seeing the wind blow them. Um, so you're you're getting I don't know. Just I want the the, the course to almost be a, feel alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and um, 
and you know we're not alone in that like you said core crenshaw the kind of the, the leaders of the show right now are um are are certainly believers in that well and also it makes the golf like a lot more playable um and it it allows more people to come in and enjoy it sure you know if you if you have ponds and you're trying to hit over water every time i know when i started out i was hitting into the water and it wasn't very fun i kept losing four dollar you know balls yeah but when you have a when you kind of have something that goes with the land and um you know you have wide fairways it makes it a lot more playable it's Mm -hmm. more enjoyable Uh, yeah yeah no doubt. Yeah. Um, it's it's not very fun to, to just be punching out all day. Yeah. Um, but I do think there's I do think there's a place for um, you know, we built we built a new course in Kentucky last year that is in a rural setting, but it's very much a parkland style course. Mm. And I don't think this like Neo Links look is the end all be all sure. yeah. of 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 how to build fun, interesting golf and, and, and destination golf. You know, like every and that was kind of our, our question we had going into it was um, about building that course in Kentucky was um, is it okay? Like, because every every single in the last ten years, it seems like every single like destination like course has been sort of this similar aesthetic Neo Links look, which is obviously a great look. Mm-hmm. But can we build a parkland course that that has a similar draw? Sure. Um, and we we feel like it will, um, but we'll see. And you know, we we put out a few surveys, and we got, you know, per, uh, there was there was a pretty good amount of people that were saying no, it has to be this this link style to be able to get the national draw, but. Um, but still, the majority said no. I mean, par- there's no reason why a Parkland style course can't be. Yeah. Um, you know, if 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 Philly Cricket Club were um, in a remote location mm-hmm. and was a destination public resort, I guarantee you people would come out and play it. Right. Sure. And that's very much a park. Um, and and so yeah. So we we're we're hopeful and and we look forward to opening it. Well, links is like a buzzword in the states, isn't it? Sure. It's like oh, it's a links course. And you're like, no, it's no, not. it's not. <laughs> so for you, for you, it has to be next to the ocean. Oh, it drives me nuts. It has to be so next to, to the ocean. Yeah, right? ha- yeah. I mean, like yeah. it's or, or at least have some characteristics. That's why I say neo links. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Because like you know, you're just like. Yeah, it's a links course. I'm like, mm, you've never played golf on the coast, have you? Like, on a legit links golf course where it's blowing 40 and you're hitting four iron, like, 110 yards <laughs> across the floor. Uh, yeah, that's... I mean, I, I do miss links golf a lot. Um, you know, just hitting it down the fairway and then you get down there and you're like, oh, I got a terrible bounce. I'm now in a pot bunker. You're like, oh, great. I mean, it's kind of unfair sometimes, but you learn to get... You learn to play it. Um, but I guess, I guess, you know, wrapping this up and, and coming to the reason that we're all together today for this event that we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks, um, May 15th? Yeah, May 15th. Saturday, May 15th. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Golfers General are part of that, uh, and you have been on the podcast and done some articles with them, right? Mm-hmm. How, how did that come about? Like, tell me about, you know, because Tom has been on the podcast and we had a great time talking to him and his new book's coming out and obviously you had dinner with him with the society when he came to Tulsa and tell me about that relationship with you know you Tom and the Golfers Journal how does you know how does that come about and I mean the publication for people listening they don't know what it is and you're a golfer it's fantastic yeah it's kind of um, it kind of goes against the um, the concept that millennials don't have a long attention span mm-hmm. and it but it's it's um, 
it's very much like against um it's like it's like almost like punk rock sort yeah. of it it's supported it's supported by the readers and so they, they have minimal um advertisement and so they kind of just write about whatever they want um which is fun and uh so i met tom when he came out to southern hills when he was visiting um uh on his on his course to, yeah. on his on his uh course, course called, called america, america. yes mm-hmm. yeah. um which is which is coming out and um he was visiting just for for people listening. He was visiting every U.S. Open venue um, in the United States, and then he was also visiting a lot of other places along the way that were that had fun stories to tell. Um, so he was coming to Southern Hills, and I, and I met him there, and and um, we had a good conversation. Um, we had a really deep conversation at one point um, later on in the night um, that was not expected, but but probably like probably needed. I'm honestly, I'm not comfortable sharing. Okay, that's but, totally fine. But um, that's good to know that he's down to do that, though, right? Like yeah. he's a good human being, and oh yeah, you know when you like you see people and they're they're editor or whatever, and they, you know you put him on this pedestal because he's he's on YouTube and he does cool things, he has a book and he, all this stuff, right? Anything? Oh, I hope that guy's a nice guy. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, because you like, never know, genuine, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. never know, right? Because you might meet that person and you think, oh, this guy's just not the total opposite of who I think he is. Yeah, uh, I think anyway. most people are probably pretty. Yeah. Nice. So you had a great um, time when he came to town. Yeah, we had a good time, and then um, yeah, the the Golfers Journal did a a, a profile on mm-hmm. on uh, my firm, which was which was great, and um, I, I think it's probably helped. Yeah, um, that's huge. my business. It's it's so it's unmeasurable, right? right? So you yeah. don't know, but so that was helpful. And, and Tom and I have stayed in contact, and in fact, I have a call with him on on Monday, and. Um, you know, see if we can collaborate on a few things. Yeah. And uh, he's interested in architecture, um, and he's really well-traveled, and I, I think he brings value. So, like, you know, bringing him into the fold on some projects coming up. That'd be really um, cool. You know, a putting course and a little bit of a reroute of a club is something that we're looking at together. So, um, but, yeah, um, the Golfer's Journal is, is great, and um, I, I, I'm a believer in that type of uh, media. Yeah. Um, I really am kind of uh, seeking, trying, trying their best to seek truth, mm-hmm. um, and whatever that means to whoever. But um, it's and, the total and, opposite of your today's golfer or golf magazine or golf world or golf week. It's selling glossy, tightless ads or Callaway ads for ninety percent of the pages, and then you have a lesson from someone and a what's in the bag from some talk. Which just one? I mean, Titleist is like a sponsor of them, but it's right, but, but it's only like one page. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's it's almost opposite. like a coffee book. It's almost like a, a publication of yeah, art that you can kind of great collect. photography. Yeah. yeah. When I kind of got this job, I was like, I'm going to reach out and see if the Golfers Journal, you know, would sponsor the the golf tournament. Oh, uh, cool! And uh, I reached out to Mark Warman, and he was just like. Yeah, I'd love to. He's like, if you know, if you pay yeah. for the shipping, I'll send you whatever magazines you want. That's and awesome. they've been doing it. I guess this is our fourth time now. Yeah, so it's awesome. Well, so to that point, then what? Like, what is for people who don't know? You know, who are we raising money for? What's the golf tournament for and benefit and everything like that? Yeah, so the, the tournament's called the Bishops Cup. We created it about six years ago, um, and it's goes to benefit St. Crispin's Conference Center and Camp in Wewoka, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, we have about 450 acres out there, and we you know, have a summer camp. And then we have community organizations um, that utilize the space for conferences. Businesses use the space for conferences um, and retreats. And this was just a way for us to get people like outside yeah. enjoying golf. Um, 
and also supporting, you know, a place that we all love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we've been doing it, for, like I said, for six years now, and we kind of travel between Oklahoma City, Tulsa, mm-hmm. and some place in between. Um, and I knew that Buffalo Rock kind of came on the scene, if you will, um, a few years ago, and I was yeah. I've been wanting to get out there. Um, and I was like, you know, we should just do it there. It's in mm-hmm. between Oklahoma City and Tulsa. Easy to get to. Easy to get to. Um, and they've been a dream to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually Mark's idea that I, I kind of get in touch yeah. with Colton because um, he was like, we did a public, we did a you know feature on him. Mm-hmm. You know, would you just want that issue so it's an Oklahoma tie? And they also talk about Oklahoma State, and they were right. just like, and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna reach out to him. That's awesome. See if see if Colton wanted yeah. to do this. So. Yeah, issue, well, issue 12 was good for Oklahoma. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, we appreciate you coming down, uh, you know, and appreciate you taking some time out to tell some stories. And, and, and obviously the golf tournament's coming up, uh, and I didn't know this until we, you walked in and you were like, oh, we're at Bedford's camera. Photocon is going to be at this location, right? Yeah, so, yeah Photocon's going to be at St. Crispin's yeah, this year. So. Which is such a cool tie. So for people who want to get oh, wow. into photography and have a huge conference and learn some stuff from that, obviously they were a huge uh, sponsor, partner of the podcast, and this is where we record, so that's a huge plus. Um, but yeah, Colton, thanks for coming down. Tyler, thanks for putting this together. Excited yeah. to play in the golf tournament. And then for everyone listening, I'll put everything you need to know in the description down below. Um, that's everyone's social contacts and websites. And yeah, if you have a question, reach out. So thanks for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Also, huge shout out to RCB Bank for jumping on board to be a sponsor. RCB Bank's loan promotion is here for a limited time. Head into any of their 40 Oklahoma locations to get as low as 1.79 APR on your next car, boat, camper, or ATV. Apply online at rcbbank.com. RCB Bank, that's my bank. Rate and finance with approved credit. Restrictions apply at member SDIC. Huge shout out to my sponsors. Uh, Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.